All right, take four, five, six, or seven. Doesn't matter anymore. 52. Because no one's going to watch it. Yes, they it. will. All We've right. told our friends. We've told too many friends because <laughs> now we actually have to do it. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's just start it off. Um, welcome to the first episode of Still Good or Nah. I am Chris. And I'm Jess. And this is a podcast that we've decided to start that looks at the childhood movies of our child. <laughs> he does have a child. <laughs> this, yeah. No, let's just clarify we don't have a child. This might be our child if it goes well. But in <laughs> relation to children, we this this is a podcast called Still Good or Nah where we watch movies from our childhood. <laughs> Yes, to to clarify, this is a podcast where we're going to revisit movies that we loved as kids as and see children. if and see if they're still good as adults. Mm-hmm. Or see if we still like them as adults. We don't have to think that they're good, but I guess there's a difference between knowing that a movie's bad and still enjoying it. Yeah. But whatever we felt when we were kids when we watched those movies might be tainted. Yeah, it could definitely be. Like I'm particularly looking forward to a lot of the special effects from some of the movies. Oh, yes. It's going to be that's going to be interesting to see. Yep, because me and Chris were born in 94, so this is around the time where we were watching kids' movies in, like, the early 2000s. So we're talking about Shrek. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shrek doesn't make the list. I think we were too no. old when Shrek came out. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of our list but not our list. Well, we can't give our list away. No. It's a, it's a good list. Okay. Um, well, I reckon we should just jump straight into the first first movie that we're going to talk about, which mm-hmm. is one I'm really excited for because I've been wanting to watch this movie for a long time and I reckon this movie was potentially- The one the, that got it started. The one that got it started. The one that sort of gave us the idea to maybe to make this. So the movie is Agent Cody Banks. And for those of you who may not remember or have never heard of it, it was- a movie that came out in 2003. Yes, and we were eight years old. Yeah, it follows this kid played by Frankie Muniz who gets, I guess, inducted into this secret kids spy group of the CIA, I'm pretty sure, and he's then tasked to... I don't I don't remember who the bad guy is. I have a feeling it's Hilary Draft's dad, but he gets tasked to sort of find out what's going on with Hilary Duff's dad. There's probably more to it, and that's exactly what we're going to find out because I guess the whole point of this is that we're trying to remember what we remember about the movie and then watch the movie and then see how that's changed. And I remember nothing because everything that I know now is from Chris telling me right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I just remember that there's cool shoes. There's cool shoes. Or is it a rocket? It's some sort of attachment of 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 a rocket thingy. I'm pretty sure he has like a, a surfboard, not a surfboard, a snowboard that has rocket boosters on it. Is it, or is it one of those like clicky, remember those clicky boot things? It wasn't Heelys. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd have been good. Heelys <laughs> with rocket boosters on it. Yeah. Um, that is something I'm kind of excited for because I remember there being like some kind of like ridiculous gadgets in here because when I watched this as a kid, this was like, he was like, the ultimate goal you could be. He was as cool as you would get because mm-hmm. you would get all these cool gadgets. I'm pretty sure he had like a yo-yo that explodes. He <gasps> yes. was like, he's like kid James Bond, but like instead of all like, you know, a Rolex that has a laser in it, it's a yo-yo that explodes mm-hmm. or a um, like walkie-talkie that is also a camera and x-ray. I'm pretty sure yes. there's a part with x-ray glasses and he sees someone's boobs. 
But it's not actually boobs, it's just yeah. an x-ray skeleton. Because that would have been very provocative to see nipples back then. It would have been. But also, I vaguely also remember that there's weird undisclosed sexual tension between him and his, like, handler, who's like a hot hot lady oh. who wears, like, a weird skin-tight leather jumpsuit. Yeah, we'll, cool. We'll, we'll get into it after we'll we watch it. We'll explore it later. Mm, no, but it... <laughs> It's, I'm pretty sure it's weird now that I think about it. The more I'm thinking about it, the more mm-hmm. I realise that it was kind of weird. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to sort of seeing, I don't know, I, I guess just the whole thing because yeah. I remember it being, I really liked it. I watched this one, you know, at least a dozen times probably. I watched the sequel probably Same. a bit less. But I remember liking them both pretty equally. Um, I'm pretty shattered. I guess they never made a third. I feel like they could have really rounded out it with a trilogy. But, you know, alas, we don't get what we want. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about this movie? No. I mean, we're going to have a, my, it'll be my favorite segment, the facts facts segment. segment. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. I'm looking forward to seeing how much money it made. Yep. Because that's kind of my favorite thing to Mm -hmm. look at movies. Okay. So yeah, we're going to be looking at how much it made in the box office as opposed to how much it was made for. Yeah. Is that good English? Sure. We'll just be talking about our opinions in the movie and hopefully bringing some sweet nostalgia for all the people who remember the movie and mm-hmm. haven't seen it for a long time like yeah. us. So watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Just pause this podcast now. Mm-hmm. Like pause we're during- about to. Yeah. So obviously when you're listening to this at work, just pause it. Tell your bosses that you just need to go to the toilet. It might be a while. Yep. Get it up on Stan. Mm-hmm. It's on Stan. If you live in Australia, it's probably on YouTube, I YouTube, think. Yeah. For like a dollar ninety-nine. Yeah. That's you know, it's probably reasonable. And then spend a sweet probably, you know, these movies are probably only about 90 minutes. Yeah, so you can tell your bus you're taking a 90 minute shit. Yeah, that's it. So you got irritable bowel syndrome and they won't ask any questions. No. Well they shouldn't. Well, you can just do this during your lunch break. I don't think we needed How the bus. I don't I think my lunch break can be an hour. Yeah. Well, that's not 90 minutes. True. But anyway, so we're going to pause this. We're going to go away. We're going to watch it. And then, yeah, we'll we'll be back to discuss what we thought about it. Yep. That's the sound of the um, the f- fade, the fading. fading. Like, you know, the ripple, you know how they do the... We're back. Um, just watched the movie. Yep, just then. Right then. Yep, was it two Wasn't weeks it ago? Two weeks ago or <laughs> however long it's been. What did, you, what did you think of the movie then? I thought for a kids' movie it was really good. Yeah. The production was actually really well done. Yeah. They got stunt people. I think obviously. there's only one scene, there's only one special effects scene which is a bit like, ooh, that doesn't look good. Yeah. I think besides that it's all pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a kid's James Bond film. Mm-hmm. They, like, follow all the tropes of it. What about you? I thought it was good. I think it's kind of nice to have sat on it for a little while. I think I came out of it and I thought it was really good. But, like, I knew what it was, mm-hmm. but I was not unhappy about how it was. No. So I liked it. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's aged relatively well considering what it is. It's kind of like this weird kids version of Austin Powers in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's still very entertaining to watch. Yeah, definitely. Ian McShane's fun. I think yeah. he's good. Mm-hmm. I think he's, 
I think he's having a fun time doing it. I hope he knew that it was what it was and not that it was going to be something else. I think so. Yeah. I feel like you have to go in, like when you have to do a kid's movie, you kind of have to go in with the, this might be a bit of a ridiculous mm. And thing. his like henchman, his like second, like second in command guy, he was funny. Yeah. Like at first you kind of think he's being like full serious, mm-hmm. but you kind of then figure out he's kind of just a bit of a goofball. Yeah. And like with his haircut and stuff, you think that. That was kind of meant to look badass, but it really the people making this movie knew that it looked stupid and he kind of knew it looked stupid. So Mm -hmm. I like that that was part of it. Yeah. Um, So what was the movie about? What was the movie about? Okay. Agent Cody Banks is a school kid. He's a, what does he describe himself as? As a junior secret agent working for the CIA. Mm -hmm. So he's being trained by the CIA to, I assume, it's not really specified if he's going to grow up to become an adult secret agent or he's intended to be a secret agent as a kid. Yeah. Or if they're just like training them early to then be secret agents in the future. That's unclear, but it's not not really relevant. So essentially he gets his first mission, which is to get close to Hillary Duff mm-hmm. and find out what her father's doing with the bad guys in terms of this secret nanotechnology. Um, and then it pretty much escalates from there. Uh and he fights some bad dudes in an ice cave, very reminiscent of some sort of James Bond uh, evil genius lair with, like, really nice interior design. And yeah, um, very nice. But then just really poorly executed, um, like, escape plans. Yeah. Do you want to go through some of your notes that you made? Because yeah. re- I'm rereading mine now and I've, I'm laughing at a few of them. <laughs> well, at the beginning, you can... You, you, it is established that he is a hero because he saves a baby who accidentally, who was left in the car because the mum went to the mailbox and then she, he like accidentally like undid the brake and was rolling down the hill. Undoes the handbrake. Yeah. And puts the car into neutral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should be in the CIA's yeah. secret service. Baby genius. Baby genius. Mm-hmm. And then the car miraculously doesn't crash. No. Because- the way that he gets the baby, oh no, the way that he stops the car is to go through the sunroof and pull the handbrake, yeah. even though going down a steep hill like that would have flipped yeah, the that, car. That car would have just gone and done a million rolls. Yeah. But it just stops perfectly before it hits a tram, I think, or before it gets to like the end of the street or a cliff. I can't remember exactly. Was, yeah, the train. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a tram. Because isn't it, is this uh, set in San Francisco? Yeah, yeah. I think so. What did you write? So I, I wrote. First one was Cody has some serious skate skills. So yeah. mm-hmm. I guess 2003, I think talking like Tony Hawk, we're talking yeah. like skateboarding was super cool. Yeah. He was had some sweet skate skills, but always had some sweet safety skills because yes. he elbow pads, helmet, knee pads. Yeah. He wasn't fucking around with safety. And he also had a nice James Bond, Bond-esque quip when he saved the day, but I can't remember what it was. It was, it was good, but you can imagine what it was. It was like, uh, that's why you don't, well, that's why you need your license before yeah. you drive or something <laughs> stupid like that. It's just like, you're not old enough to drive yet. Or, yeah. yeah. Something along those lines. Along those lines. Yeah. So then our first introduction of his, um, his handler is when she, um, comes into the, to the boys locker room after they've just finished basketball training. Yeah. He also plays basketball because oh, of course yeah. he does, um, high school musical probably mm-hmm. comes into the basketball training change rooms yeah and she's scantily dressed mm-hmm. in with like a nice like tight a red leather, leather with just like the top all the way down down and just 
turns the attention of all the 14, 15 year old boys in there who are then immediately trying to trying to sleep with her. Yeah. And the song was like, dun, dun, it's getting hot in here. Just that shouldn't, it's it weird. Shouldn't, it's not, yeah, that's not how you dress in front of 14 year old kids. No. And you shouldn't be like impressed with that. She wasn't really impressed, but yeah. But then she ends up towel whipping a guy in the dick. So that was mm-hmm. kind of funny. Yeah, I think you missed a whole bit. <laughs> a whole bit? Yeah, because I wrote, don't leave your kids in the car. And the next thing is, why is Ian McShane so brown? Uh, well, okay, that must be the first. I didn't actually write anything in the first time we meet the, <laughs> the villain. So you, you can he tell that He just really bit. wanted to talk about that costume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we get introduced to the villain pretty early on, who, which is Ian McShane. And he is very, very tanned. And kind of like borderline, is this okay to be that tan? But he's 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 not white. No, as in like he's, but he's so it's he's just very really dark. tan though. Like yeah. he was over, he seemed overly tanned. Yeah, maybe he just come from summer, summer holiday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it was a weird shade to be <laughs> like, and especially because everywhere he was was also like really white. Mm-hmm. So it stood out even more. Yeah, and so that's when you meet Hillary Duff's dad because they employ him for the nanobot stuff Mm. and he actually wants, he's not a bad guy. He actually wants to like do good things with it. Like he wants to like clean up oil spills. But for like a man who's obviously this smart, he's also an absolute idiot. Yeah. Like why trust a guy who looks like that and his henchman looks like that? Yeah. His henchman has a scar over his eye. Yeah. He's only got one eye or a scar over his eye and- he, and like they employ a whole bunch of just goons with guns. Like yeah. <laughs> these guys aren't nice people. They don't care about oil spills. They care about whatever they cared about, destroying the nuclear guidance systems on rockets, which was a bit of a convoluted way to use the nanobots. I feel like mm. you just, just fire them at the guys you don't like, let yeah. them do the work. Yeah. So I think we can. I'm going to skip to maybe when he first gets his assignment, which Oh, yeah. And then when it's sort of revealed to the CIA that perhaps he isn't the best kid for the job. No. Because he can't talk to girls. Yeah, because when the CIA are looking for a guy to employ, that like Frankie Muniz's character is, well, Cody Banks is the character that they're like, he's the one because I wrote down the quote, he's quite a lady killer. He's quite a lady killer. Yeah, and then- they base their entire this like world saving operation off the word of a of like a fourteen year old kid yeah. when he's asked, "Do you talk to girls?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm a lady killer. Yeah. Of course I do." And then flash cut to him trying to talk to a girl and her bullying him. Yeah, for not being <laughs> and asking if he's in special ed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, look, I had a bit of a laugh. But I was just yeah. like, "Ooh, <laughs> that's not a good thing to say." <laughs> no, you probably now. couldn't do that now. But I thought it was funny. And then that's when. Thingo goes into the locker room. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to remember. I've got this. Um, I've got this written down, and it says five thousand dollars in cash looks like fifty thousand dollars in cash. Oh, Is yeah. that when she hands him some spending money, and it just looks like a shitload of money? Yeah, that's when he gets all those gadgets. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then the guy hands <laughs> him like this wad of cash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And so then yeah, that's when he gets his rocket powered longboard. Yes. Which comes in handy later. Or no, it's not the rocket powered one. No, it's just the one where the wheels turn out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets the um, X-ray glasses. Which again, he goes to look at what's her what's her name in it? 
I called her hot Tina Fey. Oh, I just Which is a bit of an insult to <laughs> Tina Fey because- Yes, because she's very beautiful. Yeah. She just, yeah, anyway. Yeah. And the mentor, because he was wearing these glasses and he goes and they're x-ray and I don't know, he goes to look at her boobs and he goes, whoa. And she's like, what? Like, But then she covers up and they're like, dude, they're x-ray glasses. Yeah. They're going to go through your arms anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's not sexy to look at somebody's <laughs> skeleton. Yeah. So then he has to then- transfer schools to then become friends with Hilary Duff, which yeah. good job being able to transfer skills, schools skills. without your parents now or without any sort of like parental consent. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It's a CAA. They do yeah. what they want. He's he's the one telling his parents like, by the way, I'm transferring to this prep school tomorrow. And they're like, mm. what? It's like, it, like uh, what? We probably already <laughs> paid for your other school for the whole yeah. year. Yeah. Like my sister was thinking about transferring to another school, but that took her like six months of just thinking be- about it, thinking about it and umming and ahhing and looking at the application forms and yeah. all this stuff. And he just does it in a day. So when, when Cody gets dropped off at the school on his first day, there's a lot of people around and he gets out of the back of an unmarked white van. And then soon after his mentor follows him wearing the, another different variation of a tight red jumpsuit. Yes. I think, She's not a very good secret agent because she doesn't get the art of blending in. No. But those two guys that are in the van are pretty funny as well, though. Yeah. They're good comedic gold. This is kind of where my notes seem to taper off because I was either getting too tired or I was just enjoying the movie <laughs> too much. But um, his first interaction with Hilary Duff is a bit awkward because he just starts spewing off all the information that the CIA told her, yeah. him about her. And then their first class together or their second class together is the driving ed class. Yes. With the uh, token strict Asian uh, mm-hmm. instructor. Very intense. Yeah. I think when the CIA were like, you have to be re- like friends with this girl, he's kind of like, that's so creepy that you're putting me in all of the classes, all of the same yeah. classes that she's in. Doesn't he say that? He says yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. How do adults not understand yeah, that that's subtleties. not a good thing <laughs> to do? So then after the, you know, there's a few awkward encounters, um, he saves Hilary Duff from falling off a ladder while she's trying to put up the banner for, for some sort of school event. And it just made me think, like, no school would let a student be up on the ladder no. like that. That OHNS, that school is yeah. bullshit. Like, <laughs> At a prep school as well. They can afford she was like people. One legging it on a ladder, like, that was about three meters in the yeah. air trying to hang up a banner <laughs> by herself. Yeah. Um, there was no one else around. Like, that school has enough money. To have maintenance people yeah, do those things. Yeah, there's like water fountains and shit. They're not making students put up banners. No. So, yeah. So, um, their agency took care of his chores. Oh, yes. 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 CAA cleaners. Yeah, like chores it. and homework. Too many of them as well, though. Yeah. So many. The neighbours would have absolutely had, like, they would have been like, what the fuck? Why is there, like, 14 people mowing the lawn in unison? Like, <laughs> was it really easier to get, like, five people standing, like, in a line mowing one 30 centimeter section of the lawn and just to get it all done in one shot. Yeah. Why don't you just let one regular guy just make a couple of passes? Yeah. And imagine being a CIA agent and being like, this is my job to clean. Yeah. And they all seemed room. okay with it. Yeah. And like they were walking the dogs. Yeah. And his chores are also ridiculous. He has to essentially upkeep the entire house. Yeah. That's, that's a bit, a bit And rude. he has a brother. His yeah. brother can help out. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But the only reason- that his chores and homework were taken care of was because the CIA wanted him to focus on 
trying to like ask out this girl and they keep putting so much pressure on him. And it's like a day, like, Mm. can you really ask somebody out in a day? No, you have to build it up. Yeah. And they just expect him to be like, why haven't you asked her out yet? Yeah. Or why can't he just be her friend? Yeah. (laughs) Why does like (laughs) have to like immediately get to boyfriend status within a day? Yeah. He just needs to go to the party. Like he doesn't need to be romantically involved to go to a party. (laughs) So when he gets to the party, he arrives in a Ferrari, which no one else was really driving to that party. No. And he racks up in the most like conspicuous car ever. Yeah. And also- no one questions how wealthy he is. No. Well, like, even if they're a prep school, I feel like a red Ferrari would sort of raise some flags. Mm-hmm. Like, what do your parents do? Yeah. Does um, he have a backup for that? Like, does he know? Why would the dad be sort of scheduling his, um, like, not that he knows it, but the evil science experiment during his daughter's birthday party? He doesn't even make an appearance at no. the party whatsoever. I guess because it's a distraction. Yeah, it seems like you wouldn't want to have so many people around when you're conducting, like, secret business. No. So <laughs> there's the ice truck. Um, it's just like it's like a white van and it's like a bunch of henchmen and they're wheeling out, like, suspicious canisters and the truck just says ice. On yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's definitely ice. Yeah. And then they're all looking around real suspiciously at anyone that's looking at them. They've got guns. I'm just like, what? What are you doing? You're not fooling anyone. No. And there's just that really long and conspicuous elevator that takes you down from like the party level down to the secret lair to the bottom of the hill (laughs) to the bottom of the hill which you could have just walked down yeah but back to the party the it's like a grown-up party for kids there's roulette tables they're all gambling yeah because it's las vegas themed oh was it yeah ah okay well, still, <laughs> when do they say it was Las Vegas thing? She I says it when she like- Invites him. Invites him. She goes, by the way, it's Las Vegas. Ah, I just thought it was just like <laughs> some like really like weird rich person thing yeah. that they do at, what, what they think they do at kids' parties. Because I thought that was really weird. I thought gambling at a 15-year-old party was strange. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she's turning 16, I learned. Oh, she's turning 16. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I had written overly conspicuous secret elevator. Yeah. Um, everyone is bald. I'm not sure what that was referring to. I think all the henchmen were bald, just everyone was bald. Yeah. Uh, I guess that saves on like the wig budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and the con- continuity budget. Yeah. So Cody Banks then takes leave from the party to then infiltrate the the secret secret lair. It's one of those it's one of those things where secret lairs have you know, like a million visible lasers in every direction, but not one security camera. No. So, like, it's a big thing that he can't touch any surface. You know, like a bead of sweat's going to um, alert to his presence. But if you just put, like, a camera in the corner, then he he, he would have been stuffed. Yeah. He couldn't have done anything. Yeah. Um. So he gets, he gets one of the ice blocks. So he finds out that they're holding, like, that ice blocks are the only way to contain the nanobots and he gets an ice block and puts it in his shoe. Yep, his shoe that's a suction. That's suction cups, pretty yep. cool, so he can walk. This must have come out, well, no, it obviously did come out after Mission Impossible, but that's some that's some real like kind of Mission Impossible sort of stuff. So, yeah, and then the ice caps starts to slowly melt. That shoe also has just like a weirdly conveniently sized like compartment compartment for an exact ice block size thing to put into it. Like what else was he going to be putting in there? And if it was <laughs> yeah. meant for that, if it was meant specifically for that, put it, make it cold, make it a, yeah. a cooler bag. Mm-hmm. Um, should have just put it in a Coles cooler bag. But 
And then so it starts to eat his shoe and then he falls, but doesn't fall. And then he gets back. He gets away, basically. Yeah. Because back to the party. one of the gadgets is an iPod. Is that That's was back right. when yes. iPods were like the cool thing. And then it's an iPod like crappling hook. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I remember like as a kid, you would have been like, ooh, damn. And so when he gets back to the party, Archer, he he does a um he gets accosted by the the local prep bullies, proceeds to do some kung fu fighting. Because he's like overcoming the bullies and everyone's like, yeah. And it's like you didn't even do anything. Like you just let them bully people because they were gonna throw him into the pool. <laughs> Yeah, and so he then proceeds to then beat up these bunch of bullies, to which Hilary Duff is visibly turned on by. Yes. <laughs> um, I've got written here, why do you invite bullies to your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what they're going to do. Yeah, you know they're going to ruin everything. Even Hilary Duff was like, stop it, like, don't do all that stuff. And yeah, and then I think after that, my notes have gone a little bit dry, but I think after that he then gets kicked off the case. Yeah, because he apparently made it on the school newspaper for- That's right, for doing the kung fu. Yeah. So, like, he was exposed. And I'm pretty sure it said, like, secret agent Cody Banks or something on the on the, the school newspaper because he got uh, exposed. And they're like, we can't, we can't have you because this was obviously- None of the other stuff that we did was conspicuous, but this part, yeah, no, that, we can't have that. Not at all. So, um, and then they just say, oh, we're just going to send a regular agent or something. It's like, why didn't you do that in the first place? They're saying things like, you know- do your homework, be a kid. And then it just annoyed me because I'm like, but you enlisted him. Yeah, you're the one who's not letting him be a kid. <laughs> yeah. He potentially didn't ask for this. No. I can't remember how he gets like how he gets recruited in the first place, but this wouldn't have been his his choice. No, you pushed him into it. And then when he does yeah. one bad thing because he's a teenage boy and he's gonna obviously fight back when people are gonna go after him. You're just like, oh, no, just like, you know, just chill. Just be a teenager. Yeah, you're, you're a kid, obviously. You yeah. can't handle this. Like, don't put me in this situation in the first yeah. place. <laughs> this is not, this wasn't the right move. Yeah. And also, stop trusting kids not to follow their heart. He's 15. <laughs> He's obviously, like, going to fall for Hillary Duff, even mm. though she's just, like, she's just meant to be a project or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then, I'm trying to remember now, then she... Gets kidnapped. Yeah, in a limo. In a limo. Um, so she gets kidnapped by because the dad doesn't want to do the experiment. Doesn't yeah. want to. Doesn't want to help the bad guys because he's kind of twigged on that they're bad guys. He's like, I thought that you said that I could do whatever I wanted and that it was my money. And they're like, No, you were like, always going to give it to us. Yeah, like, are you kidding? What? Are you an idiot? Like, yeah. Do you think my man here in the reflective tracksuit is your friend? <laughs> yes. No. The, the bedazzled. Bad guy suit. Yeah. Um, so he kidnaps the daughter. The bad guy kidnaps the daughter. and In a limo. In a limo. And then Cody Banks, well, at least he's got some some class. Class, it doesn't matter. The, he, it, it's so conspicuous, like putting somebody in a limo and driving off in a limo. Mm-hmm. So then Agent Cody Banks breaks into the CIA to grab some even cooler gadgets to then go rescue Hillary mm-hmm. Duff. And then- Proceeds after that to do some sweet like snowboarding. Yeah. Via the rocket powered snowboard. Yeah. Because he was smart enough to put a tracking device in the necklace that he got her for Uh, her birthday. So he knew where the secret layer was. Great. So yeah. (laughs) He yeah, he has a rocket powered snowboard but uses it entirely downhill. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're already going downhill. You don't need the extra power. And you didn't look like you're going any faster (laughs) whatsoever. But it did help when he, um, 
I think he like burnt some bad guys. Yeah, so he uses it. He uses the uh, the rocket powered snowboard to do some what I've got written down here as insane snowboarding kung fu, and then proceeds to yeah to burn a guy with the jets, can burn the guy's pants. He does sort of does a bit of like a a flip and like kicks like kicks a guy in the face, and yet gets stuck in and a then tree. gets stuck in a tree. And so what the the end of this was that can do insane snowboarding kung fu, but then once his board's stuck in the tree. He acts like he can't, like he physically couldn't climb the tree. He's like jumping up at the branch like an idiot. Mm-hmm. It's like you can do all this, like you can do backflips and kung fu, but you like you're looking at this tree like, yeah, can't do it. It's yeah. like a pine tree with like a million branches. Nah, I can't do it. Yeah, because then his mentor shows up in and that, that sweet, weird like helicopter single helicopter thing. It's like yeah. a jetpack, but you have to stand on it. And then when they fly off together, like, is yeah. he facing her chest or is he facing out? No, he's facing out because he goes to face her chest and she goes, and then she uh, turns, turns him around. around. Yep. Very nice. And then this is kind of where my memory goes blank because obviously we watched it yesterday, but uh, he infiltrates the, the secret base. Yeah. And then what happens? So... He infiltrates the base and then he goes to um, Hilary Duff's villain, the lair that they put him her in, which is yeah. like possibly just it's, like it's the like tiniest a- bit smaller than our apartment. Like it was just, it's a very big space. It was like a glass igloo. Yeah. Which had like her bedroom in it. Yeah. It's like they just took everything out of her bedroom and put it inside like a glass igloo. Yeah. In the middle of like a metal side of a mountain mm. place and- and yeah, he's like, I've come here to to save you because like these bad guys are probably gonna want to kill you and stuff. And then mm. like the mentors, I don't know what she's doing. I think she's like planting like bombs everywhere. Just like, yeah, I think it, either she or Cody Banks plant some bombs here and yeah. there. And then she ends up like going in to be like, come on, guys, we have to go. And then like classic, all the villain, they try to leave, and then the doors open, and the villains are just like standing, standing outside, and like you guys are idiots. This place is completely transparent. We yeah. can see. We know yeah. you've been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah. There's also cameras this time. We learned from last time. Yeah. There's and cameras. He tried to like hide behind the couch bed by, thing. Yeah. By running really fast and doing a flip over the couch. He's like, that's not how cameras work. No. They'll see you yeah. doing the run. No. So um, silly. Yeah. And so after that, they're like all tied up and stuff. And then um, the dad comes and he's like, I'm not going to do this for you. And then. Um, oh, wait, no, Agent Cody Banks isn't because he gets out. he escaped, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then it's Hilary Duff and the mentor and then the dad's like, I'm not going to do this for you. And then the evil guy, Ian McShane, is like, if you don't do this, I'm taking one of these nanobots and I'm like going to melt it on your child and then she's going to die. Mm-hmm. And so he's like panicking <laughs> and then Agent Cody Banks is like, Standing on some roof or something. Yeah, oh, and he's got the detonator. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bomb this whole place. And then Ian McShane's like, you wouldn't. And then he does. And, like, everybody nice starts bluff, freaking yeah. out. And then, like, Ian McShane's like, no, what's happening? Because his evil lair <laughs> is, um, like, falling to pieces. And then Hilary Duff does this boss as, like, boss woman move where she's, like, picks up the nanobot and she walks towards him and like a gust of wind comes and it's very Beyonce. And then she just, she essentially kills him because she shoves the nanobots into his mouth. Yeah, the ice cube full of nanobots. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he's like, yeah, he's just like disintegrating from the inside. (laughs) But the, um, 
So when Ian McShane, as the place is blown up around him, he just sort of takes a moment to pause and just do the most like exaggerated like Villainous. yell to the heavens like no <laughs> like for the entire time yeah um and then after she shoves it into <laughs> into his mouth he kind of realizes what's happened and then like the henchman's trying to deactivate the bots with the little computer thing yeah and he's got the little like looks like a palm pilot and he's like furiously typing in and he's looking at Amy Shane and you can tell he's got no idea what he's doing <laughs> and then she's like he's like do it faster, you idiot. And then he's just like trying to type on this thing. And then he's just like, ah. And like he takes the little tiny antenna, points it towards Ian McShane. And then then his face just kind of melts off, which was what I was talking about before. That was probably the worst CGI part of the entire thing. Because it looks like what they were going for is sort of the end of Indiana Jones 1 where the, the Nazi's faces melt ah. off. But this one was sort of like a weird CGI version and it just looked terrible. It looked mm-hmm. really bad. And then, yeah, they pro- proceed to escape. Everything's blowing up around them. And then, yeah. oh, yeah, because they get into a helicopter mm. and then they they need to open the door so that they can go out, but the door's jammed. Mm. And then Cody Banks is like, oh, what do we do? And then, you know, because he's a CIA agent and they paid $10 million mm. for his like Skills. training. Yeah. He gets the nanobots and he's like, oh, I can just throw it at the door. At and the then- door. They work quick. They just yeah. ate that enormous door very quickly. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so then as they're getting away, the henchman, the evil henchman pops up behind because you think he's dead. We probably glossed over that, but he looks like he dies, but he doesn't. The yeah. evil henchman, the main evil henchman. And then I think they do a bit of kung fu maybe or. Yeah. And he goes, look what you did to my hair. And it doesn't look any different. No. Or it's like slightly burnt. Yeah. Because um, his hair looks stupid. From the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then, yeah, they pretty much just sail off into the sunset. Yeah, I think, yeah, they, they, they get away and then they go back to the CIA and they're like, oh, haha, yeah, don't worry about how we just tried. We treated you. No, yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're the best Cody you're Banks amazing. again. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for doing what you did. Um, oh, and they do the classic, like, girl and boy on the sunset and they're just like hanging out and then they they kiss and that's the end. That's the end, yeah. yeah. And like a sweet song plays that was probably like a teen angst song in the back of the day. Yeah, so that was the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm glad people enjoyed us badly describing it from what we remembered two yeah. weeks ago if anyone's <laughs> still listening. Yeah. Um, but look, I, I would recommend it. Like it's yeah. kind of fun. If you watched it as a kid and you – liked it then and you're kind of aware of what it is and not expecting it to be like, you know, it holds up in the sense that you can still, I think, go back to it and enjoy it. Yeah. And you know that they didn't take it too seriously. Yeah, like they knew it was good. a kid's yeah. film, like especially that bit with like Ian McShane and yeah. um, the henchmen like trying to get, like trying to use the device to, to get the nanobots to deactivate. Yeah. yeah. That I think was my biggest fear about, especially my biggest fear about a lot of the movies that are going to be coming up is that whether whether they take themselves seriously. Because as a kid, I would have taken it all seriously. Like, you know, I obviously would have get I've gotten where it was meant to be funny, but um, whether or not it was meant to be like Charlie's Angels, whether or not it's, it's tongue-in-cheek or yeah. it's meant to be full serious, it's hard mm-hmm. to know until you actually watch it again. So is it still good or nah? It's still good. Yeah. I think it's definitely think still so. good. Yeah. yeah. For I was sure. not disappointed. No, I came out of it, I think, better than I thought I was going to mm-hmm. come out of it. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. 
So should, should we do some facts? Yeah, you do some facts. Yeah. Because I've got something else after that I'll bring up. Oh, okay. Um, so we've got Cody Banks' facts and then we've got I've got Frankie Muniz's facts. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Which, which one do you want first? Just do Cody Banks' facts first. Okay. So the evil organization is called Eris. Yeah. Which is the name of a, the Greek goddess of discord and strife. She was the sister of Ares. I didn't just get that from IMDb. No, I know you did because I looked at the same ones as well. Yeah. I also didn't get this next one from IMDb, which was that Hilary Duff's character is named after the producer's daughter, Natalie, and she was the one who requested for Hilary Duff to play the um, the girl. Mm, mm. There you go. I don't remember how young this person is, but imagine having that much power to be like, Dad, Hilary Duff is playing the girl in your movie. And she, he's like, okay, done. I'm yeah. going to do that. Um. So in its opening weekend, what did it rank? Three? No, it ranked at two. Two. What do you think was the first, like what came first? What was first? Number one. You would not get it because it is a really weird movie. It's not a kid's movie? No. Uh, I don't know, like that pretty woman. (laughs) No. It was a movie called Bringing Down the House. Oh, yeah. um. What's her name? Queen Latifah and Steve Martin. <laughs> I th- that came up unrelated to this the other day because I was looking at Steve Martin's stuff. Yeah. So very good. I'm glad I'm glad Steve Martin's doing well after that because that doesn't sound very good at all. <laughs> so when I was looking for stuff for this movie, I came across a website called the Australian Council on Children and the Media. And so basically this website breaks down movies and show and into categories of what's suitable for children and what's not suitable for children. And then they write some, um, just some dot point breakdowns of what they deem is not suitable for children in this movie. So I'm just going to go over a few now. So this movie wasn't recommended for people under eight years old. That was probably when we watched it, wasn't it? Probably. The biggest biggest category with the most dot points is uses of violence. The first one is, so her name was Ronica Miles, was the mentor, which we didn't Uh, go over through. Uh, the female CA agent pulls a towel off a boy in the locker room and whips <laughs> two other boys with the towel edge. Then there's one which is Cody grabs his younger brother around the throat <laughs> and throws him out of his bedroom. I was like, that does sound pretty oh, bad. Did that happen? <laughs> Apparently. And then it goes on to being uh, in Cody's imagination, he karate kicks and punches a boy to impress Natalie. <laughs> and then anyway, they're basically just a dot point breakdown of all the, the violence in the movie, which is pretty funny. And then, so then we've got another category, which is material that may or scare or disturb children. The first one is a toddler is left in the car while her mum posts a letter and lets the handbrake off. See, don't leave your kids in the car. And then the second one, which, you know, I think this should have been first because it's probably more scary than the above. The nanobots eat through Cody's shoe. (laughs) What? Um, What about when it eats through Ian McShane's body? Yeah. Like, is that really... Okay, well then, actually, now that you mention that, when Molly appears suddenly behind Cody, he looks really scary. <laughs> um, we can go on to, and there's some sexual references. Uh, yes. So there's a few sexual references in the movie, including a scene where Cody is given x-ray glasses, and the first thing he does is look at Veronica Miles with them. He also looks at the waitress in a restaurant, and they are shown in their underwear. Under nudity and sexual activity, there is no nudity, but... But Veronica Miles appears in revealing outfits with much cleavage. <laughs> I'm glad somebody else said it. Uses use of substances, and it's like 
There is no use of substances. However, the children at the birthday party are gambling on a roulette wheel. Yep. This website sounds like it's written by a bunch of mums, which yep. is what I love about it. So then it's got a nice category at the very end called In a Nutshell. Mm-hmm. And it says, the take-home message would be that good wins over evil, but one would have to question the value of good as the goodies use many bad techniques, including violence. <laughs> there is no real values that the parents may wish to encourage. Uh, the values the parents may wish to discourage include violence being okay if it meets the objective, driving recklessly to impress a girl, harassment by student peers, using a teenager to perform an adult's role, using people to one's own advantage, lying and deceit. Um, That's anyway. just what makes a fun movie, yeah, Mum. That's just movies, Karen. Yeah. But anyway, so I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I was really, that was a good surprise. Yeah. But yeah, so. Yeah. Do you want to listen to my Frankie Muniz facts? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I thought we went through those. No, we no. haven't. What age do you think Frankie Muniz retired at? 20. 19. 19. And how much money do you think he retired with? 15 million? 40. 40 million. Because of Malcolm in the Middle, he yeah. was able to retire at 19 years old. Nice. Good job. So in 2004, he raced in the Toyota Pro slash Celebrity Race and what do you think he came in? Um, third? Um, seventh. Seventh. Still pretty good. Yeah. How many, at one point in his life, he owned a bunch of cars. How many do you think he owned? 15. 36. 36 cars. Well, yeah. He, yeah seemed like a bit of a car nut. Yeah. I mean, he can because he retired with $40 million. Mm. So um, I'm going to do a sad fact that you know, but other people might not know that um, in his lifetime, he's had two strokes mm. and he has some sort of like dementia and yeah. he can't remember Malcolm in the Middle. Is it all of Malcolm in the Middle? He doesn't remember any of it? I don't know. It's just Brian Cranston. I remember there was like a quote from him where he said, it's my job to make him remember. Yeah. Like Malcolm in the Middle. Mm. Um, he used to be a drummer in a, oh, oh wait. A percussionist. Mm. Um, he played imperial cymbals as well for this band called King's Foil. Cymbals is like almost barely above the triangle in terms of. But they're imperial. I don't know what that means. It doesn't mean they're just measured in inches. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. Right. Yeah. So in conclusion, we like the movie. Yeah. After all that. Yeah. All that faffing around. and mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope that. You got some insight into what the movie was about, or like I hope what you, just you made remember it. it. Made yeah, it everything. if you didn't, I hope you watch the movie and yeah. just sit back and just enjoy it. Yeah, and yeah, even if you did understand every anything that we were saying, like definitely still watch the movie because it's a pretty fun time. To- yeah, I think so too. And then yeah, if you liked what you're hearing through your ear holes, and maybe. Come back when we potentially release another one of these episodes. Yeah. What, um, what, which tell us one? if we're really annoying or what we shouldn't be saying or um, or, or should be saying or if we should just shut up and just, just pack up shop. Yeah, because we're assuming that our, it's only our friends and family at this yeah, point. Yeah, so they have to be nice. So yeah. if, like, if you don't know us, then tell us how you really feel yeah. because only I'll get upset. Yeah, and then we won't do this podcast for like another month. Yeah, and we'll just rebrand it as a different one so you yeah. don't find it again. Yeah. We'll rebrand it every time we get negative feedback. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what movie should do you think we're going to do next week or next two weeks? Let's or? just say next week because as far as they were, no, it, it will be next week or yep. it will be next month. Okay. Um, what 
because it's your turn to choose. So what 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 are we watching, Jess? Oh, this is a lot of pressure. What are we watching? Wow. Um. Oh, maybe. You're already meant to have this off the bat. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, this is the one that's next on the list. Yeah. I feel like this is something that should be when we're a bit better. But I know. You know what? Let's watch it. I I want to watch it. Yeah. I want to watch What a Girl Once Again. <laughs> Okay, I've never seen it, so I look forward to watching it for the first time. I am looking forward to you just completely hating this movie because it's not (laughs) Agent Cody Banks at all. Mm -hmm. Like the plot, it's just so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm so excited to watch this. All right, well then you can tune in whenever we release another one. And if, I don't know, you want to email us for any particular reason, it would be nice to have a single email in yeah. the new email account. You can email us at stillgoodornah at gmail.com or you can find us at our completely blank Instagram page at stillgoodornah. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye.